Hello, everyone, and welcome to Empowering the Next Generation podcast with Coach Helen. This is truly my pleasure that you decided to tune in and to listen to this amazing podcast. This is the place where we give tools to parents or anyone related to teenagers so they can become the best version of themselves and help to raise purpose-driven teen leaders. Teenagers who really understand their God-given gifts so they can empower their community. So please make sure that you enjoy the podcast and that you share with your friends. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Empowering the Next Generation with Helen Nahr. I am so happy that we have here our guest speaker. Her name is Kim Welcome. This is an amazing name, Kim Welcome. She welcomes people in her space. When she starts talking, you're going to hear this beautiful voice of her, and you're going to see how she's inviting you to her space. So I'm so glad that she's here with us to share her knowledge, her expertise on how to help teenagers to grow into public speaking. So it's so important, Kim, that, you know, parents understand that they have to initiate their teenagers to public speaking from a young age. So this is a topic that you're here to talk about. So first of all, tell us who you are, and then you can dive into the topic, please. Hi, Helen. It is so great to be here. And thank you for inviting me to your wonderful podcast. What more do we need than someone who is empowering the next generation? I love that. And uh, what I do, um, I'm a communication coach and trainer. I work with companies as well as individuals who uh, understand the need for great communication skills. So let's just talk about the professionals that I work with. Uh, A lot of times, you know, people come to me because they want to up-level their communication skills so that they can excel in the workplace. We are finding, I have found in my experience that Sometimes the most brilliant and those with the most substance are actually overlooked in that workspace because they don't speak up. And I'm telling you, the people who actually have a voice, who use their voice, and sometimes that voice is not of a whole lot of substance, they're still the ones who are labeled as the leaders. Nice. And that really the whole reason that I started the work that I do because I realized that a lot of times it's the people with the most substance who are completely overlooked. Mm, Very interesting what you said. Yeah. So our um, communication skills are huge. And a lot of times people don't speak up because they lack the confidence to do so. Mm. So the people who are emboldened, to speak up they do and they get labeled as the leaders and then you sit there and you wonder well how did they get that management position <laughs> just because they know how to speak and they speak that's up right. that's right they they're able to talk and so you know we have to take ownership for that a lot of times people believe that you know the ability to speak well or you know communicate is a gift And for some people, yes, that is a gift. And for the rest of us, it's just a skill that we can develop like any other skill. Totally agree. Anybody who wants to can. You can develop the skill. So that is how I help people. I help people with 
I mean, I started out helping people really with the sound of their voice because I am a trained voice actor and I can kind of, you know, deconstruct why you sound the way you sound so that I can help you to sound better. Okay. And <laughs> yes. That's nice. And I didn't know that. No, yes, yes, yes. So um, it's because of that training. I mean, a lot of people are voice actors without training. You don't have to have training to be a voice actor. Some people just, you know, they, they got it. Uh, but with the training, it just helped me to be able to develop tools to help people, right? And then some people are lacking in confidence. I have a whole um, workshop on overcoming the fear of public speaking in the workplace. Nice. And that really focused on your inner game. Okay. It depends what's going on inside your head. That is what determines the way people communicate. So we work on reprogramming that subconscious mind because that is the mind that is running things. So if subconsciously you're feeling insecure about yourself or maybe you had a bad experience with public speaking and yeah. it has scarred you for Life. And I've had lots of clients like that. You know, they come into my sessions and did not even connect the fact that, you know what, when I was a little girl, I heard this story very recently. Um, one of my clients said she just, she always feels un, in, insecure when she has to speak publicly. And she's a teacher, mind you. She said, oh, wow. I'm, I'm fine in the teaching space, but if I have to actually present in front of adults it's a totally different thing wow. only to find out because we go through a process where i help people to unravel and kind of go back in their minds to see what's holding them back mm -hmm. which is not necessary but it usually helps to bring things to the surface yeah and he said you know when i was very young i was a part of a pageant and i was so afraid and my mother, you know, she insisted that I be in this pageant. And I walked out and I said my little line and I turned around and I went back behind stage. And for me, that was a huge deal. The fact that I was able to do that, say that one line, I gather up every bit of, you know, courage that I could find to do that. And when I came back behind stage, my mother said, that's it. All you did was, wow. and she criticized her. And she said, in this workshop, I have discovered that my subconscious programming is my, what I think is good is not good enough. So mm -hmm. I'm being, and that was actually holding her back as an adult. Wow. So, so yeah. So how, how would you encourage parents to really focus on their teens right now, to really encourage them to do public speaking now? Because it starts with teenagers now. We always wait for adults to start growing into adulthood, to start working on these skills. But when we start with teenagers from a young age, we prepare them. We prepare them for something better for them. So when they're going to go um, to school or they're going to go to they're going to have a, a job or they are going to have their own business. They are more comfortable speaking um, in front of people. So do you believe that it is really paramount for parents to really invest in their teens from a young age? 
I do. I think people need to be, parents need to be more cognizant. I think, you know, the thought of public speaking, you know, and, and connecting that to your kids sometimes is, you know, the parents don't think about it until the kids become, you know, teenagers or, or yeah. young adults and they realize mm, the way they communicate, I don't know how they're going to get a job. Mm, yes, <laughs> it's so true. That's when parents become concerned when really that confidence boosting and the cognizance that your teens should have about the way they present themselves yes. when they are working in certain settings, you know, that should start very young. Yes. And not necessarily even as a teen. I mean, if you have kids who are even younger, I know this is for teens, but parents of kids who are younger than teenage years, you know, that's where it starts. It starts at the very beginning. Yes. Um, I totally agree. Encourage your children, first of all, to speak well. Yes. Because believe me, that is going to give them confidence right there. Because yes. at some point, this is what happened with my kids. You know, when they were really little, before they even started preschool, they spoke very well, right? Mm -hmm. When they and they got around, I guess, other kids and even some of the teachers, they started picking up these habits that were not so great. I tried not to get too uptight about it, but I remember when I have three daughters and, and you know, I have one, she's 16 months older than her. Or seven. My oldest daughter is only 16 months older than her twin sisters. And I remember when they started the school, you know, they started preschool or maybe kindergarten. And my oldest daughter said to one of the twins, you speak Bush. She <laughs> up on the way her sister was speaking. Mind you, she was fine before she went to school. But when she mm. got to school, she started picking up these habits. Right. And even though they were very young at the time, my daughter picked up what she was hearing. And, you know, it just, I guess, made them cognizant of, okay, okay that's the right way to speak. That's not the right way to speak. And just, you know, for your audience's um, information, for background, we live in the Bahamas. And in the Bahamas, we have, you know, our local dialect, just like everywhere has their own dialect. Mm -hmm. You know, London, I hear Londoners who have their own thing going and, yes. and <laughs> you know, and then you, you know what the, the crisp London accent is supposed to sound like, you know yes. what that speech is supposed to sound like, but then you get derivatives of that, right? Yes. But you want your kids to be able to come across Glo as global and global has nothing to do with accent you can have any type of accent accent is beautiful and mm -hmm. it helps to state where you're from i love accents mm -hmm. it's about being able to speak clearly and speak properly yeah. so there's always there's a place and there's a time for, for dialect and colloquialism and all that other good stuff we love that but yes. you need to switch back and forth so that yes. when you are in uh forum that requires great speech you can click on and do that without even thinking yeah right i like that
Mm-hmm. Um, you, you don't go ahead. Okay, one more thing. Sorry, continue. Before no, we... no. I, I was just saying, your kids just need to know the difference. You don't have to be a stickler where you are overbearing about their speech, but they okay. should be aware that okay, this is casual speech and this is formal speech. Okay, I like that. I like that what you said. Um, do you mind sharing, um, I would say concisely, how can parents really bring, bring out the gift in their teens? Because you have parents who don't know where to start and they just want some concise points. Okay, this is number one, number two, number three. And they will start from that and then later grow into something more deep, important, more deeper. But for now, what are the three keys, let's say, that you could give to parents that they can help their teenagers to get out of that gift of speaking how and growing their confidence? What are the three keys you would give them? I tell you, readers are better speakers. And so I, I would encourage you, have your kids read and just have them talk about what they read about. Awesome. So those family discussions, you know, dinner table. You may not make the dinner table every night, but have your one night. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're this book. We're nice. reading How to Win Friends and Influence People. Nice. Or we're reading Seven Habits of Successful Teens, you know. It's yes. a great nice. de- uh, personal development book or something. Or, you know, if your kids are resistant to that, let them pick the book. Don't, yeah. don't become rigid. Whatever they like to read, let them read it. Super. And then give an opportunity to speak about it. Nice. Because when they can relay their thoughts out loud, you know, it's, it helps them to practice. And then they don't have to feel as if this is some big, hard thing to do. Number two. It starts with family setting, mm-hmm. Right. And encourage them, number three, encourage your, your kids mm-hmm. to the ones to speak up. Encourage them to do that. Okay. Um, a lot of times kids, you know, they don't want to speak up. But you, when you're having discussions with your kids and you, uh, okay, so you went to school today. How was school? Did you ask the teacher any questions? What, what was the question you asked your teacher today? Did you, raise, did you answer a question today in school? Did you, did you answer a question? Encourage them and then follow up on that. Well, you know, a part of your education is finding great questions to ask. Nice. Or like that. part of your education is actually answering a question. You I don't have that. to hop all the time in the class and always be the kid to answer all the questions, but you should make sure that you answer some questions because mm-hmm. this difference in how your teacher sees you definitely because who don't answer any questions in class are overlooked yes and rolls right out into adulthood you don't speak up in the boardroom and you're mm-hmm. overlooked that's it i like that <laughs> so let's be concise again number one is to read books number two is to speak up encourage your team Share, share the insights that you got. Share your insight of the book. Yes, sorry. Mm-hmm. And number three is to speak up. 
encourage him to speak speak up in class ask like questions that. and and answer questions i like Take that that's concise i love it you not really love it do not let me hear that you went a whole week and you didn't ask or question i love it <laughs> it's something that i wanted to share with parents because even me when i was a teen i never really had the opportunity to speak up because my parents don't really speak up they are scared themselves of speaking in public so obviously when you're part of a, a household where your parents are not speaking up and they they talk to their friends on one-on-one yes but now in that place where they are in a public speaking area and they have to speak up and say share their ideas is something that is really really hard for adults to do so i didn't grow up in that kind of an environment so i had to say you know what i'm gonna break up i'm gonna do something different for myself and by me having you as my coach you have helped me so much to really transform my life, transform my speaking. I am not perfect, but I know that I'm making little, little steps, you know, that can help me to get closer to what I want to achieve in my life and in my business. So thank you so much, Kim, for your coaching um, consultancies. I've been amazing in my life. So I want you now to share with parents where they can connect with you and how they can get in touch with you. Okay. Well, the name of my company is called Influential Voice. So my website is influentialvoice.com. You can actually get a lot of information, free information at my Facebook page, which Lovely. is Influential Voice. I have videos and uh, all types of things to help train people for free. And you can take advantage of that. Influential Voice just hopped onto Instagram. So starting to post there also amazing <laughs> amazing i love the way she chose the right name for her company influential voice it says it all like your voice yeah. is influential and you have to take opportunity to actually make it even greater so thank you so much kim for connecting with us for being a guest speaker for you know using your wisdom and allowing us to impartake into that wisdom with you so thank you so much for everything and I guess you're going to come another time and we're going to talk about something else. I don't know what yet, but I love your expertise. Bye, Kim. Bye, Helen. Thank you so much. And listen, congratulations to you. You have not made small steps. You've made huge leaps. Thank Best you. Best to you. Love the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast out of your busy schedule. Don't forget to connect with me at www.thekeysforsuccess.com to get your free consultation with your teens on Instagram at The Keys for Success and on Facebook with Coach Helen. This is amazing because when you actually invest in your teens now, you are truly building the future leaders of tomorrow's society. So thank you so much for unlocking the potential of your teens by partnering with me.